A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. We are singing new music for the Gospel and the Eucharistic prayer this summer. You can find it in the inside back cover of your hymnal. Though the formal requirement for masking has been lifted, we invite you to make your own choice to continue masking and or social distancing. This week's Taste and See highlights our cantors and instrumentalists within our music ministry. Consider sharing your musical gifts in one of these roles. Next week, you will hear about music ministry events and from those who are involved in the ministry. Our small groups for racial justice begin August 4th. More information is available online and in the bulletin. Mark your calendars for the celebration of St. Rock, Cholera Day, the weekend of August 13th and 14th. St. Rock is the patron saint of plagues and infectious diseases. More information about the celebration schedule is online and in the bulletin. Assisting us today as our lectors are Julie Shepard and Gregory Zalesnik. Our altar server is Paul Kufta. I'm your cantor, Christine Jordanov. And our organist is Carol Assetta. Our celebrant is Father Joe Keenan. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, At the Lamb's High Feast We Sing, number 536 in the Blue Hymnal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, 
and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us of our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and the glory of God the Father, amen. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that endure forever. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. In those days, the Lord said, the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin is so grave that I must go down and see whether or not their actions fully correspond to the cry against them that comes to me. I mean to find out. While Abraham's visitors walked on further toward Sodom, the Lord remained standing before Abraham. Then Abraham drew nearer and said, will you sweep away the innocent with the guilty? Suppose there were 50 innocent people in the city. Would you wipe out the place rather than spare it for the sake of the 50 innocent people within it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to make the innocent die with the guilty so that the innocent and the guilty would be treated alike. Should not the judge of all the world act with justice? The Lord replied, if I find 50 innocent people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Abraham spoke up again. See how I'm presuming to speak to my Lord, though I am but dust and ashes. What if there are five less than 50 innocent people? Will you destroy the whole city because of those five? He answered, I will not destroy it. 
if I find 45 there? But Abraham persisted, saying, what if only 40 are found there? He replied, I will forbear doing it for the sake of the 40. Then Abraham said, let not my Lord grow impatient if I go on. What if only 30 are found there? He replied, I will forbear doing it if I can find but 30 there. Still, Abraham went on. Since I have thus dared to speak to my Lord, what if there are no more than 20? The Lord answered, I will not destroy it for the sake of the 20. But he still persisted. Please let not my Lord grow angry if I speak up this last time. What if there are at least 10 there? He replied, for the sake of those 10, I will not destroy it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. Merciful love is eternal. 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, you were buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. And even when you were dead in transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he brought you to life along with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions, obliterating the bond against us with its legal claims, which was opposed to us. He also removed it from our midst, nailing it to the cross. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. be with you. <clears throat> A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. Jesus said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. Do not subject us to the final test. And Jesus said to them, suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, friend, Lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask, and you will receive. Seek, 
you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Now what father among you would hand your son a snake when he asks for a fish? Or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Have they experienced many times in my life eight nephews and nieces and being a shopper at the Giant Eagle, it's amazing what children will do to get something. It's amazing that they persist in their own way to number one, get one's attention, usually a parent or another adult, and then to specifically spell out what it is they need or want. I always remember my, my one nephew who is now in his mid-30s when he was little, would always come up to somebody and pull the trouser or the hem of the skirt of one of the adults in the room. And his complaint was, excuse me, I know I'm little, but please, will you listen? And then he would make his request. Perhaps he wanted to go outside. Perhaps he wanted to watch something on the TV, whatever the case may be. But I was always amazed at the humility that he had as a youngster. I know I'm little. Please listen to me and make his request boldly. And sometimes within the context of our grasping and understanding of, of prayer, we kind of follow through most of the dynamics that Jesus spells out for us in today's gospel. We kind of try to bargain with God as Abraham did in our Old Testament reading from the book of Genesis. Lord invites us, Abraham certainly gives us the example of persistence. Like a child in a group of adults, we aren't supposed to give up. That we, in fact, continue to nag and nag and nag our God for our needs and for our wants. Everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. 
Well, maybe in the journey of our own lives, we have found that not always to be the case. Maybe some of us here tonight have been knocking on the door of God for a long time, seeking an answer, seeking a response, seeking a signal of some sort that would at least give us some semblance that God is attentive to us. Like that little nephew of many years ago, he can cry out to God, I'm small, but I want to say something. And as parents, the example of, of, the, of the gospel today also gives us a, uh, a pretty good picture. You know, uh, parents, for the most part, are not going to give their children something that is going to be harmful to them. Parents are going to be doing good for their children for the most part. And it gives us the image of our God like a good parent who is there ready to give us what it is that we ask for, but more importantly, what it is that we need. Sometimes our prayer our plea, our petition certainly takes its shape from our own perspective, our own hopes and wants and desires and dreams. But the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, which is ultimately what we should all ask for initially in any prayer that we make, is designed to open our hearts and our minds to the presence of God to the majesty of God, to the mystery of God, to a God who listens and understands, but maybe doesn't answer according to our will. Because I think there's a danger in taking the gospel of Luke today or that reading from the book of Genesis and assuming that you know God's going to follow our suit as he worked through the back and forth with Abraham in the book of Genesis. We sometimes presume that God's going to do the same with me, with each of us. Well, perhaps that if we approach God with a sincere prayer, everything's going to be open to us. It's going to be revealed to us. We're going to have understanding. But God might be telling us something else. God might be telling us, no. The hardest thing to perhaps accept is a child in the line of giant eagle who cries out for a bag of candy or a box of cookies. And despite his pleas or her tears, the parent or guardian says, no. Or perhaps in the context of our own lives, the challenges and difficulties that we face, presenting ourselves to the Most High with an honesty of faith and a humility of heart to recognize and to understand 
it's not going to be my way. It's going to be God's way. We seek the Lord. We persist in our prayer. But we also ask for that Holy Spirit that helps us to disseminate what happens in our lives and how we can shape and figure out what we are called to be and do, what it is that we truly want and need within the context of who we are and what we are. It would be nice if the God of Abraham and I could sit down at the dining room table and list out all of these, well, let's do this and let's share that and let's break this and let's do that. It also is, uh, certainly it behoves us to keep knocking at the gates of heaven. Answer me, God, answer me, answer me, answer me. Only to find that his silence is so loud and clear. And so what gives us that impetus to continue? It's simply faith. Faith that he is in his heaven, he does hear, he responds in his own time and in his own way. And he looks on us in our own smallness and understands what it is we truly want and truly need. Do not lose heart with prayer. Do not lose heart at the silence of God. But be firm and strong to pray each day in those words that Jesus taught his disciples, words that flow from our lips so easily. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. And do not subject us to the final test. That's the bottom line of the prayer of my life and your life. Everything else falls in place around that. May we trust that within our persistence, within our knocking, within our seeking, the door will be opened in some way. The voice will answer in some response. And that we will continue to grow in the faith and love that we have in God, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us profess our Catholic faith as together with one voice and one heart we proclaim. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, and for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven by the Holy Spirit, was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven 
and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. To our gracious and loving God with persistence of faith, we present these our prayers of intercession, confident in his attendant to our needs. The response is, hear us, O Lord, that the whole church may be guided by the gospel in all things. We pray, hear us, O Lord. For an end to the war in Ukraine and for all who suffer from the wounds of war all over the world, we pray, hear us, O Lord. For all who are discerning their vocation or call to discipleship, we pray, hear us, O Lord. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray, hear us, O Lord. We go forth for an end to war, terror, and oppression in all places, we pray, hear us, hear us O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Gary Scholl, Noel Thomas, and Rose Simplice, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today Paul Paparella and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, Hear us O, o Lord. Lord. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail, Hail Mary, Mary, full of, full of grace. grace. The Lord, the Lord is, with, is thee. with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Our song for the presentation of the gifts is number 678, Dwelling Place. I fall on my knees to the Father of Jesus, the Lord who has shown us the glory of God. May Christ in his love give us strength for our living, the strength of the Spirit Faith in our hearts, 
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of our hands for the praise and the glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings which we bring from the abundance of your gifts, that through the powerful working of your grace, these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life and lead us to eternal gladness through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord, his death we celebrate in love, his resurrection we confess with living faith, and his coming in glory we await with unwavering hope. And so with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. indeed holy O Lord the fount of all holiness make holy therefore these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dew fall so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. 
for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Mysterium Fidei. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you have held us worthy to stand in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, William, William, and Mark, his assisting bishops, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Paul, whom you have called from this world to yourself, and grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his in baptism may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, in particular, beloved members of our parish community and members of our own families. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory of yours. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. May we share with one another a sign of Christ's peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Our communion song is number 588, I Have Loved You.
Let us pray. We have consumed, O Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this gift, which he himself gave us with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Mass is ended. We go in peace. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, for the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our closing song is number 644, There's a Wideness in God's Mercy.